My goodness, if this isn't a slow drip towards World War III going nuclear, I don't know what it is. It's almost like watching golf. You know how boring that is? That's what this is like. It's like you know it's there, but it's just like, eh, I'm going to take my time. But, of course, we all know why. God is merciful, and the rapture will happen once the very last person that will accept Jesus Christ on this side of the rapture takes place. God is truly merciful. But nonetheless, the topic for today is why 2024 is the year that World War III goes nuclear. And yes, we are in World War III. Might not look like the movies. In fact, it doesn't even really look like how World War I and World War II started. But that is what we exactly are going to cover. Is Yes, it is. But World War III is different and we're going to discuss why. And why would we want to do that? Well, of course, everything is talking about peace and safety at the UN, globally. Everybody wants peace and safety. Now, what is that tied to? The rapture, which is why it's important that we discuss why the sudden destruction that Paul talks about is tied to nuclear war, which is the crux of this video. And so with that said, welcome back to Supernatural by Design. My name is Jarrett, and you are in for an exciting show, as it's my hope that what this video ultimately does is to drive you towards Studying your Bible, growing closer to Jesus through prayer and revelation by his Holy Spirit, and to know just how close you and I are, brothers and sisters, to the rapture of the body of Christ. And if you could do me one huge favor before we begin this show, hit the like button, comment down below, and share this video. And if you're brand spanking new, definitely subscribe and join the family of believers watching and waiting for our King, Savior, and Lord Jesus Christ to rapture us back home. All right, buckle up. We have a packed show. In fact, this topic is so large, we need to break it into four sections. Section one, we will discover the three variables slash three phases of World War III. That section will lead us into section two, as we will focus in on a particular alliance of Israel and America and how it pertains to this World War III. Thirdly, we will then discuss those coming against America and Israel in the three fronts of World War III. And then finally, at the end, the culmination of the video, a most magnificent pattern highlighting why World War III going nuclear specifically takes place in 2024. Also, I must underscore, because I am a visual learner, I put a lot of weight into the slides of the video as there is information on the slides that I don't necessarily state. So if you just listen without watching, you're going to miss some things as the visual plus the audio hopefully helps to demonstrate what I'm trying to convey. Because trust me, I need all the help I can get. I'm not that good at this. In fact, dear Heavenly Father, please help to convey what you want to say and not what I want to say, but in a most effective manner. In Jesus' name, let's get started. Section 1. And so let us begin with a preface slide, an intro slide, that will set up our main slide for the entire video. 
But anyways, this first slide is called War Pattern, Three Variables, Three Conditions. As the purpose of this slide is to demonstrate that there are three variables that must be met in order for a world war to take place. Now, to be fair, this particular slide gives a brief overview of a year's worth of videos. And so definitely go back and check out those videos as they are still very relevant for today. But nonetheless, let's walk through this. In condition one, we have that the start date of World War has consistently equal to 68. And it was the Ukraine invasion that also met this condition. Okay. In condition two, there's always been a solar eclipse when at that moment Venus is in Taurus. That was always three years on the outset before World War took place. In fact, maybe even thinking of Venus being in Taurus at that moment as the start gun of a race. Three years later, as Venus is running these laps, when the three years were up and Venus entered into Leo, World War always broke out. And October met that condition. Our third condition, one reason why I've been arguing, October 7th in Israel was extremely significant. Extremely significant. But even aside from that, I want us to pay attention at the profoundness of God's consistency in the details. Very profound. God is sovereign over all things. And because this pattern was so predictable, based on the World War I and World War II patterns, the Holy Spirit led us into precisely calling out the start of this October war. That's how consistent God is. Now, as that is a brief overview, let's take that information and consolidate it on this slide here. Nuclear, World War III in three phases. You see, our three variable conditions really have set up three phases of World War III, with phase one being the Ukraine invasion and October 7th being phase two. But before we travel down that path, the crux of this video, I think it's important to see how phase one of this war, we really began to see geopolitical divisions. Russia versus NATO. In fact, Russia aligning itself with Iran and China through phase one. However, yet it's been in phase two that those earlier alliances are now really cementing. In fact, Turkey is also, as we are expecting from Ezekiel 38, moving over into that camp of joining Russia and Iran. In fact, here's an article from the Jerusalem Post. Iran moves closer to Moscow, calls China, Turkey on Gaza ceasefire. Interesting. And again, this is rooted on phase two. And so as geopolitical tension is rising, even more so now, right now today, it's moving us towards phase three, sudden destruction, which is where nuclear weapons are involved. And to that point, at the moment of the rapture. And so I want to make an argument for why that is the case. And so let us go ahead and discuss phase three by first discussing the ramifications of phase two that leads into phase three. It's important to see that. Because as you see, as the battle ensues in Gaza and the Houthis in Yemen and Hezbollah in Lebanon, these events has generated 
international sentiment at the UN for peace and security. Twice, actually. With the first one coming out of the Security Council, which actually can enforce mandates, which is one of the reasons why it was such a big deal and why many countries were upset when the U.S. vetoed it, that particular ceasefire call. And so that prompted a second vote, but this time in the U.N. General Assembly. This time sponsored by Egypt and really served more as a temperature gauge or sentiment of the international community towards a ceasefire. But again, has no ability to enforce a ceasefire. Okay, so here's what I'm driving at. Even aside from sudden destruction being tied to Paul and telling us that that is a key phrase that's said right before the rapture. Okay, here's the point. Here, even turning to this article. You see, when the U.S. vetoed the first call for a ceasefire, uh, even as this article states, it left regional peace and security on the precipice. Meaning, meaning like peace and security on a global stage is hanging on to a cliff. Barely. It's about to go down. Why? Because World War III is about to get real. However, to be fair, that is just what the Holy Spirit has been leading us on this channel to understand, to come to the conclusion of. But there are others that see that World War III is on the horizon. In fact, one channel that I watched, the Canadian Prepper, he put a wonderful montage together making that exact point. Now, this is not a Christian channel. Pray for this brother. However, his news updates are top-notch. Here, check this out. We're at the brink of World War III, just in case anybody doesn't know it. From my point of view, World War III is already happening. Worldwide, this World War III. This is first strike territory for World War III. I, I think we are sleepwalking our way into World War III. You think World War III is coming? I'm very scared. That's called World War III. You see, believers and non-believers see, they're paying attention, that World War III going nuclear is getting closer. And to that point, tying it back into this video, the crux of this video, phase three. When World War III goes nuclear, sudden destruction at the moment of the rapture. Anyways, back to the video. So there have been a lot of developments happening around the world. And so I would like to talk about those various alliances and hopefully bring a more holistic picture to current world events. And I'll be jumping around a little bit. Just track with me. I promise it'll all make sense towards the end. And so with that being said, one of the alliances I would like us to pick up on is America and Israel a.k.a. Section 2 of our video. And so let us begin with this. Check out this article from CGTN. As they quote the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Israel, Eli Cohen, quote, Israel will continue the war against Hamas with or without international support. However, with regards to the alliances as all this is happening, what's been interesting to watch and unfold is how the vetoes at the UN has been isolating US and Israel's relationship. In fact, here's an article from NBC News that talks about that. 
As the article headline states, U.S. and Israel increasingly isolated amid growing calls for a ceasefire. Now, why is that important? Why is it interesting that we are seeing this isolation of American Israel? Well, do you recall in a video called I Pet Goat 2? And if you haven't heard of it, then hold that thought. As for a little bit of a background, on that video, as IPetco2 appears to be the enemy's plan laid out through symbolism to bring about the rise of the Antichrist. Now, some of you might say, Jared, why would you look at a video like that? How can that be useful? Everything needs to come from the Bible. And yes, I agree, 110%. But that also includes gleaning information from the enemy and things that are stated. For example, in Matthew chapter 8, verse 29, remember when Jesus is getting ready to exercise the demons out of two demon-possessed men, those demons who he would eventually send into the pigs? Well, the demons speak to Jesus, and this is what they say. They say, and they screamed out, what business do we have in common with each other, son of God? Have you come to torment us before the appointed time of judgment? And so using that idea of gleaning information from the enemy, because it begs the question, how did the demons know that it wasn't their time for judgment? They knew that it was still yet future. You see, we can glean that from the enemy. Likewise, this IPEC goat too, we can glean information from it. And to that point, throughout various videos on this channel, we have seen many of those aspects and characteristics and details from that video that are playing out in real time. Okay, so back to this America and Israel alliance. Is this in IPECO 2? Absolutely. Check out this scene. There is this interesting symbolism within IPECO 2 that ties America and Israel together. In fact, when the lights go out of the Israel, America's demise occurs. Which for me, personally coincides with what the Holy Spirit has pressed upon my heart that America's fate is tied to Israel. And so this scene in Ipeco 2 demonstrates that. And the rhyme and reason for this to occur comes back to our phase one and phase two aspects of World War III. Hence why we're seeing all this geopolitical shift against Israel and America. And is why we want to be sensitive to the fact that America's fall is imminent. Right? Why would that need to be the case? Specifically, why would America's fall need to take place? Well, if you're trying to reform geopolitics as we know in the end times, the Ten Kings and the Beast, you have to get rid of America. The strongest nation in all of world history. And if you want a new financial system, a necessary condition for the mark of the beast, buy, sell, and trade, right? Then you have to get rid of the U.S. dollar, making it the wealthiest nation in all of human history. Which is why, in order for these end-time prophecies to take place, America has to be removed. Why? Because we don't see America in end-time Bible prophecy. And even if you disagree, we both have to agree that America's role, influence, in world events in the end times doesn't play a factor.
and even from a celestial signs perspective, God is exiting out America. Again, judgment is coming. We see it in IPEC 02, God's celestial signs, and the absence of America in end time Bible prophecy. Okay, now with all that being said, let's come back to our World War III in three phases slide and let's discuss how we know that World War III is mentioned in the Bible. There are many wars mentioned in the end times, but how do we know that what's going on right now is World War III? Because aside from the date connection in phase one that's unique to World War I and World War II, and subsequently the Ukraine invasion, and the celestial sign pattern just reoccurred on October 7th with Israel. But how else do we know that we're entering into the realm of World War III as its inevitable end is nuclear conflict? And so as this war progresses, how do we know that this is World War III and not, let's say, the Psalm 83 war? Or how about the Ezekiel 38 war, the Gog and Magog invasion? Not to say that World War III won't lead to any one of those two wars. However, is this uniquely and distinctly a different war? Well, Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 24, verses 7 through 9. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Notice how that is an umbrella definition, right? It's all encompassing. It's not, it's not just the Ezekiel 38 alliance or the Psalm 83 alliance, but there are more countries involved. North Korea, America, China, Taiwan, India, Australia, Japan, Ukraine, Belarus. And that's just to name a few. But all these countries in the past year and some change since the Ukraine invasion began, in some way, shape, form, or fashion, have been prepping for war and tensions are escalating. A world war is brewing. And so all of this is tied to verse 7, right? And what happens after that? Then there'll be famines and earthquakes in various places. But all these things are merely the beginning. This is the beginning. World War III is the beginning of birth pains. Now, granted, you could definitely argue there's foreshadow birth pains. But these birth pains are the birth pains, the real birth pains, right? We don't want to be here for that. And so why is that an important distinction to make? Well, the Apostle Paul tells us because it's these birth pains that he ties to the rapture. And what do we just see that that's tied to? World War III. Sudden destruction, peace and safety, phase one, phase two, here we are. But let's not take anything out of context. Let's go back to what Jesus even tells us in verse 9 of Matthew 24. It's a key, 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 key part. Because notice the key word that Jesus Christ himself uses right after talking about the beginning of birth pains. Then, then they will hand you over to tribulation. Right now, that's not us. That's talking about the tribulational saints. Recall that there are two witnesses and they give a testimony for three and a half years and people believe after they are martyred. And, and so there are tribulational saints. However, I digress. Notice that it's World War III that sets up the beginning of birth pains, which leads into the Great Tribulation. Now, with all that being said, and tied to our Phase Three of World War III, the nuclear 
sudden destruction rapture part, as it's important to see that this sudden destruction can come from multiple angles. And so what do I mean by that? Well, we must see that there is tension in isolated spots, but very uniquely all tied together, right? Russia, Iran, and China, very much together, and yet share a common enemy, America. And so by extension, NATO. And so maybe think of it as three fronts. And so we have to be careful about not getting caught up on just one of the fronts. We have to see all these pieces moving at the same time, which is why in section three, we are going to discuss the three fronts of nuclear escalation involving Russia, China, and Iran. So let's begin with Russia. And so, for example, here's another article from Newsweek. NATO under pressure to send troops after Germany deploys military. That was just on December 19th. And just from a historical perspective, remember from this video, that Germany was responsible for the start of World War I and World War II popping off. And so anything related to Germany news is always a uh, alert going off in my spirit, the Holy Spirit. But check out what this article states and quotes the German's Federal Ministry of Defense. It's quoted as saying this, it's about deterring Russia and protecting NATO alliance territory by permanently stationing a Bundeshire brigade in Lithuania. Probably just butchered a lot of that. Sorry about that. Germany is sending a clear signal of solidarity with its NATO alliance partners. The establishment of this brigade in Lithuania is the flagship project of the turning point in security policy, triggered by Russia's war of aggression against Ukraine. End quote. You see, tension is escalating globally from the lens of the Russia front. In fact, at that point, recently, a NATO general stated, we must prepare for war with Russia. Or Putin himself warns Finland that they will be the first to suffer if tension with NATO escalates. Now, biblically, this Russian front, I believe, comes from Daniel chapter 7 and the four beasts. In fact, we discussed it in this video here, this eclipse is nuclear, where we saw on this slide that the first beast of the four is a lion with eagle wings. And being that the national animal of the UK is the lion and the eagle America, not to mention the eagle wings get plucked, that something devastating or something significant happens to the UK and the US via the second animal, the second beast on this side. Russia's national animal, the bear, who is told to arise and devour much flesh. And so that's one front of this World War III. The second front, how about China? Because as the confrontation brews between China and Taiwan, America seems to find themselves in the middle here as well. And to that point, China's escalation towards World War III is slowly ticking up. For example, here's an article from The Sun, and check out the title of it. Shadowy Chinese Divine Dragon Space Drone Deploys Six Mystery Objects Into Orbit, and No One Knows What They Are For. Now, of course, China is downplaying this, but it's these types of moves of unknowingness, the fog of war, where quick steps of escalation can occur. Because if you don't know what your enemy's doing, you would want to do a 
preemptive move against that. <laughs> kind of like a shoot first, ask questions later kind of thing. But even to that perspective, Psalm 127 verse 1 really kind of nicks that. Unless, just check this out, unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman keeps awake in vain. You see, it's, it's futile no matter what your military strategy is because if God is not protecting your nation, it doesn't matter how superior your weapons are. Whether you realize it or not, there is a spiritual component to a nation's national security. And so to that point, even with this new Chinese space weapon, if God is not protecting the city, God is not protecting the nation, what can a nation do? Now, interestingly enough, and kind of just on a side note, it's interesting that the name of this weapon, Divine Dragon, you know, the Chinese New Year that's coming up next is the Year of the Dragon. And also, interestingly enough, the last leg of the total solar eclipse that goes across America, well, at the moment of that total solar eclipse, the Devil's Comet, or Dragon's Comet, will be seen. So, in fact, first mentioned a few months ago, if you recall, in this video, proving the Revelation 12 sign back from 2017, as 2024 would mark seven years. In fact, what's really interesting is that both solar eclipses, which mark Nissan 1 and Tishri 1, by the way, both have comets that will occur at the moment of those solar eclipses. However, when recording this video, proving the Revelation 12 sign, God pointed out the significance of the Devil's Comet, which is also known as Pons Brooks Comet, prior to the volcanoes erupting on the comet, forming the horns. And so I actually don't call the Devil's Comet back then because it hadn't erupted yet. Oh, in fact, another update apparently, those horns apparently have disappeared after the latest eruption, actually now turning the comet green, according to live science. And so tying this all together, isn't it fascinating that you will be able to see a green comet at the moment of a total solar eclipse? Think about that. Really think about that. Being able to see a comet normally only seen at night. And yet this time, during the daytime, only because of an eclipse. When for just a few moments, the day will turn into night. That, saints, is God's impeccable timing. In fact, supernatural by design. So, moreover, there's something very significant to this particular comet in light of its connection to the dragon. And there seems to be a play on the dragon context of China. In fact, I'm going to tailor that to a separate video. Now, pivoting to cover this Russia and China front, we'll come to Iran here in a moment. However, I wanted to start out with these two countries because these are the exact two countries that we discussed in the Amos Code series, when God laid upon my heart that God was going to use China and Russia to judge America. And these videos came out a couple years ago. And I know I'm not the only one to uh, say that, but it is something that the Holy Spirit has confirmed in my spirit that is getting ready to come to pass, unfortunately. I love America, but America uh, isn't the same as what it used to be when I was growing up. That's for sure. In fact, it reminds me of a quote from a former president, Thomas Jefferson, one of the founding fathers of this nation. 
I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just, that his justice cannot sleep forever. What a wonderful quote. And so I cannot think that as I watch America fall apart, morally, spiritually, why wouldn't God judge this country after how much he has blessed this country? In fact, another great quote that I think really exemplifies the status morally of America is from Billy Graham. If God doesn't punish America, he'll have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Wow. And so one thing, just on your own time, but ask yourself this question. Has America passed the point of no return? Is God's judgment inevitable? Now, I know if you're familiar with uh, Brother Jonathan Kahn, who talked about how 9-11 was a warning to America, well, that happened back in 2001. In fact, he covered it in his Harbinger book. But anyways, check this out. Did you know that also what happened in 2001 was that Moscow and Beijing signed the Treaty of Friendship? But notice what this author says in this article. It's very interesting. As it's quoting Robert Daly, the director of the Kissinger Institute on China and the United States. So in context to this Treaty of Friendship back in 2001, it states, although it fails short of a formal alliance like NATO, the agreement reflects a more elaborate show of solidarity than at any time in the past. Quote from Robert Daly. This is a pledge to stand shoulder to shoulder against America and the West, ideologically as well as militarily. Daly said, this statement might be looked back on as the beginning. This 2001 Treaty of Friendship between China and Russia as the beginning of Cold War II. And so this coalition that's going to come against America, God has put into motion back in 2001. And I know I'm kind of rambling here, but it's important to see this China-Russia relationship against America is a part of this World War III connection. Why? In order to isolate Israel from a biblical end times perspective. Remember, that's what the whole end times is about. It's about the time of Jacob's trouble. When God refocuses his plan of redemption towards the Israeli people. In fact, to that point, that's the third front of this World War III. I wrong. And of course, we've covered this in several videos. Haman and Esther connections celestially for 2023. And so Iran and all their proxies is a part of this as well. And there is much content out there on YouTube by many other wonderful brothers and sisters in Christ who are covering that part. So definitely check out those videos. However, one that I will point out is Sister Lisa from Watchwoman 65. Because today, Saints, she shared an article that matches exactly our discussion in today's video. So definitely check out her channel. I'll leave a link to it in the description below. But before we get to the article that she posted, let us turn to our three phases of World War III, remembering that Israel is phase two of World War III. 
I want that to be fresh in our mind as we go through this article. As it's titled, Pandora's box was opened in M. Anatoly. Israel is talking about World War III. Massacre with 211 dead in Iran. Statement by H. Nasrallah, who has to do with Hezbollah. Certainly a lengthy title, but check this out from the article. Pandora's box has opened in the Middle East, and it is now impossible to close it peacefully. The Minister of Foreign Affairs of Israel, I. Katz, publicly admitted that Israel is in the middle of a third world war. Wow. Wow, saints. That's exactly what we're talking about right now. Because Israel is phase two of World War III. And so I had to come back and share that article with you in this part of the video. But let's go ahead and keep moving forward with this video. As the main focus for this particular video is to cover the nuclear war rapture, the sudden destruction. And so to that point, rounding this all out with these three fronts, Russia, China, and Iran, in conjunction with our three phases towards nuclear World War III, because all of this has been a buildup for Section 4, Nuclear World War III of 2024. I want to finalize this video in this manner. And so let me preface this real quick. You see, one thing that I have come to learn, just learning from the Lord, is that he'll teach you something, get you in the right direction, and then fine-tune the flight path. And so, what do I mean by all that? Well, check this out. As we are looking at this slide, World War III is not only taking place across three phases, but three years. You see, phase one, the start date, was 2022. And yet the celestial sign pattern part of phase two occurred in 2023. And therefore, phase three, nuclear war and sudden destruction, occurs in 2024. Now, to be fair, I should have seen this coming. Why? Because the start date was 2022. And yet the celestial sign section of phase two occurred in 2023, which already deviates from the World War I and World War II patterns. In fact, let's take World War II as an example as World War I would just be a copy of that. However, World War II, the start of it, matches the date connection, okay, of 9-1-1939. Well, also on that date was phase two, the celestial sign part, when Venus entered into Leo. However, the world conflict, maybe retitling phase three, all came together on that single date. And yet World War III, is spreading out these three variables, date, celestial sign, and world conflict across three years. So it's a little bit different, but still very similar. And that's key, that's a pattern. In fact, to that point, remember how I used the flight path as an example of fine tuning? Well, we know that the theory is correct because phase two was predicted in this video here via the Holy Spirit before it occurred. And therefore, we know that we're on the right path. And yet just fine-tuning 
the nuclear part of it, phase three, the world conflict aspect. It's also worth mentioning that this nuclear aspect of it may very well be related to an EMP, a nuclear bomb that's used in a way not to destroy a military, but to destroy critical infrastructure like an electrical grid, which would have devastating effects. After all, how many things run on electricity? And so moreover, because of this three-year spread, I fully expect nuclear war in 2024 is becoming clearer and clearer. In fact, it's all starting to make sense because another place that we see this three-year spread for World War III, remember how we discussed IPECO 2 earlier? Well, it just so happens to turn out that if you play the video backwards, starting from this scene with the girl and the tiger, and then onto this scene with the girl and the rabbit in the background, see it? We would then come to this scene with Obama and the dragon. Now, why is that interesting? Because it turns out that is the exact order of the Chinese Zodiac for 2022, 2023, and 2024. Isn't that wild? That the three years of our three phases of World War III are symbolized in Ipeco II, with the year of the tiger, the year of the rabbit, and the year of the dragon. And here's where it even gets more astonishing. Check this out. Not only are the years called out, but also the countries, making this claim even more provocative. Here, from that first scene, the girl that's tied with the year of the tiger, 2022, well, guess what's on her face? The colors of Ukraine. Not only that, but matching a nuclear symbol. Hmm, what do you think the Ukraine invasion is leading to? Well, coming back to our three-phase slide, I think you already know, but maybe it's just coincidental, right? Well, check this out with the second girl representing the year of the rabbit and 2023. Well, look what she's holding an apple that's straight out of the Bible because Israel is the apple of God's eye. In fact, further in the scene, the apple splits like Israel being divided in the end times. Interesting, not to mention, Israel is phase two of our World War III pattern. You see the connection here? Now, if you're following me so far, if Ukraine is mentioned here in IPECO 2 matching our phase one, and Israel's called out here in IPECO 2 matching phase two, turning to the year of the dragon, 2024, what country do you think is involved here? America. In fact, let's dissect this scene just a little bit further. And for starters, the main character in this scene is Obama. And didn't he just come out with a movie depicting the downfall of America? Interesting. Another detail. Notice on the left, the house is on fire. And right next to a map of America. Nuclear World War. Now, this could be all just speculation for sure, but if the symbolism pointed to Ukraine for 2022 
and the symbolism also pointed to Israel for 2023, it's not too far-fetched that the symbolism for 2024 is America's judgment. Especially considering that the final leg of God's total solar eclipse pattern over America ends in 2024. And thereby, I Pet Go 2 gives us a second confirmation to this nuclear World War III in three phases spread out over three years. Now, I do want to add one additional detail that stands out during this whole I Pet Goat 2 Chinese New Year connection and the rapture. However, I wanted to place it here in order to not mess up the continuity of the point from the previous part. But nonetheless, check this out. And so, let me put this screen up, meshing the two scenes of the Chinese New Year for 2023, the year of the rabbit, and going into the Chinese New Year of the dragon for 2024. Interesting the continuity of the checkered ground, as to suggest a continuous timeline. Just an interesting observation, but here's the point. In a previous video called The Hidden Biblical Symbols of a UFO Rapture, making the suggestion that somehow UFOs play a role during the rapture, we discovered that not only in I Pet Goat 2, but also the movie The Knowing shared four unique symbols within a single scene exactly the same, with a rabbit, an exit, a reindeer, and a child. As both The Knowing and I Pet Goat 2 made this connection that the rapture was somehow tied to the year of the rabbit, which predominantly was in 2023, but ends in 2024. And coming back to our mashup scene, the exit door being symbolic of the rapture, and notice it's at the end of the wall. Could that mean that the rapture occurs at the end of the year of the rabbit, which would be in 2024? Because in the Obama scene, it's subsequently right after the year of the dragon starts. In 2024, the house is on fire, representing America's judgment coming. However, I want us to pay extra attention to the reindeer that's almost as if it's leaping into 2024. I know this sounds kind of crazy, but hold that opinion for a second. Hopefully we can flip that. Remember, that was one of the symbols characterized in two separate videos. Now, I say all of that to say this, and tied to the Obama part in the IPECO 2. Because one thing that I thought was not coincidental by any means, and fun story, when I was looking for pictures for the leave the world behind section of this video, the movie that Obama helped to create, guess what animal is on the cover poster, the main cover poster for the movie? A reindeer or an elk, some sort of antlered animal. However, that's exactly what we see in the I Pet Goat 2 scene. And as we're talking about the exit door being a symbol for the rapture, what is the name of the movie? Leave the world behind. I don't know, but could this scene be illustrating a hint of the window for the rapture? It's possible. I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. Because if that truly is the case, the year of the rabbit 
and the start of the year of the dragon is February 9th and 10th. However, if anything, this reindeer symbolism is pointing to a major event, world event, and probably related to war, getting ready to happen somewhere within this time frame, and therefore the rapture not too far away from that. And so that was just my extra little detail because the reindeer connection to now a third movie. I actually haven't seen the movie yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if contained in one scene is a rabbit, an exit, a reindeer, and a child. If you've seen the movie, please let me know down below in the comments. However, let's recap what we've discussed so far. In section one, we saw that there were three variables and three conditions that needed to be met in order to be qualified as World War. The same exact pattern as World War I and World War II, and that this same pattern is reflected in the Ukraine invasion and the celestial signs leading up to the war in Israel. And therefore, that this pattern is an indicator that we are indeed in World War III. And in section two, we saw that two of the countries tied to this World War III is America and Israel. And on the flip side, the antagonist, the three fronts of Russia, China, and Iran as part of this World War III escalation. Not to mention all countries very relevant to end time Bible prophecy. And then finally, we took a look at how World War III is being played out in three phases and across three years, pointing to this year right now, 2024, and further confirmed and symbolized in the infamous IPEC GOAT 2, but through the lens of the Chinese Zodiac. And moreover, with the main emphasis that ultimately with all these world events and tension are pointing to is the soon rapture of the body of Christ. And with that being said, this is where we're going to end today's topic. But before we go, I just want to give one big shout out. Check out Brother Tom's channel over at Watchman River. I love his channel and I highly suggest you check him out. Keep up the great work, Brother Tom, and thank you for what you do for the body of Christ each and every single day. I'll leave a link to his channel down below. And finally, if there's anything to take away from this video, it is this. Search for God with your whole heart and you will find him. I attest to that. God loves you so much, beloved, and more than you can possibly imagine. We serve an awesome God. Never forget that. Never forget that. And with that being said, God bless and Maranatha, King Jesus.